Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Okay, thanks for joining iSmart Podcast. On the show today, we have Ellie Martinet. She's the founder of Confidence Collective with over 2,500 members. She's a mother of three, and she was barely making $28 an hour and is now built over a six-figure income with isogenics. Uh, she's an amazing character. I think you're really going to love the show today. Ellie, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So... Ellie, can we go into your like founder story a little bit? I mean, I know that, you know, the Confidence Collective, this wasn't like the very first thing you did. What did you, what was your very first business venture and where did you grow up? All right. So I grew up in Richmond, Virginia and I was a swimmer. So I was a college athlete. I went to Clemson University and after I graduated college, I actually got married very young at 22. I had my first child at 23 and I moved to San Diego, California. We were living on one income. I did have my college degree and um, worked towards my master in accounting. So I did consider going back to accounting, but at first I stayed home with my first child for a little bit. And during that time, I tried being a travel agent. So I started my own business with that. I taught swim lessons. So I taught. My, I had my own business with that. And I would try to get a babysitter and like run out and teach them lesson and run back and feed the baby. Um, I tried doing dog walking and dog sitting. So I definitely dabbled in a few things before going back to working full time in accounting after I had my second child. Yeah. Sounds like you tried a lot of different things. And so did you, were your parents like entrepreneurs or business people or like, did you have any business background? And that's kind of why, why you went into that kind of direction. Or was it just something that you just decided to do all on your own? So my dad's an entrepreneur. He started his own law firm when my older sister was 30. So about 34 years ago. And I was raised knowing, or sorry, he started my own, his own law firm when he was 30. My older sister was first born is what I mean. So about 34 years ago, um, and I was raised in a family seeing him build this business from ground up, understanding some business principles and having a desire to work for myself. Okay. So that's kind of where it all stemmed from. Like your parents were the ones that kind of planted the seed, like, you know, work for yourself, you know, that kind of direction, but they didn't encourage you in business very much or they did, they encourage you a lot. And then you went to accounting because you thought it was safer. So actually my dad, he had four daughters and one son. And, um, you know, we, I grew up in, I was born in 1989. I grew up in the nineties. I went to college. I was an athlete there and he encouraged all of us to get a degree in accounting because he knew that it was a very stable job, that it was a great job for women, which it is, um, because it provides flexibility and the big four companies tend to give you a lot of maternity leave. So he sort of suggested and drove us that way just knowing with the economy and changes, like my older sister graduated college and 2008 happened. So he sort of encouraged us to take a safer route. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like a typical parent mm-hmm. thing. I would probably say the same thing to my daughter. Like, do the do the safer route. But how did that work out? I mean, you you got the degree. I'm sure you like did it for a little bit, but then you bounced mm-hmm. around. Was there just like a lot of dissatisfaction in that industry? Well, also I was a military spouse. So I got my first job in Virginia and then we were restationed to Texas and then we were restationed to to Pensacola, Florida and San Diego. So even though I had this degree to move so many times and then go in and have new interviews, fight for my worth, but also have a track record of leaving jobs, it made it kind of difficult to get paid for my value. Um, and also for employers to take me seriously because they knew there was potential that I was going to leave them within a year or two since I was at the time married to somebody in the military. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. you move, so you're in San Diego, and you know you're having a difficult time getting really just valued uh, that the way that you should be. And you tried lots of different little side gigs. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, so when did like your first like major business success come through? So actually, I first hit my breaking point. Um, my spouse at the time was deployed. I had two young kids. I was working full time. And I actually got laid off for looking on LinkedIn for better paying jobs. Wow. And my <laughs> That's lame. They said, we saw that you updated your LinkedIn profile. Have you been looking elsewhere? And I was honest. And I said, yes, I actually need to make more money. And the next day, I was laid off. So oh, gosh. Yeah, that's kind of when I hit my breaking point and I kind of like dropped to my knees the next day and I prayed for an opportunity to come to me um, and things started to unfold from there. So that was, that was what, four years ago or so? That, that was July 2016. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think every entrepreneur has always had those breaking points. You know, I, um, many times on the show, we talk about like, what does that look like? know, people have gone through cancer, they have had, you know, injuries, you know, I was homeless over 15 times, you know, during my like, on beginning entrepreneur journey that really guided me and built my character. So what was that time like? Uh, and then how did you kind of grow through it? It felt very frustrating to me, because I, I just really felt undercut in a lot of ways. And I kind of felt broken, like, not only was I laying on the floor, like begging my 18 month old to go to sleep by myself. Um, and I had just lost my job, which felt embarrassing to me. Um, and I just, I sort of felt like a broken person. Like I knew that I was meant for more. I knew that I was meant to do great things in this world and I could really help people. But like, honestly, my mind couldn't comprehend that it would be possible for me to do. So it just was a very, very like broken moment. But luckily I did have faith. Um, I had seen other people be successful before. So I was like more so became open to the opportunities that, you know, I'm spiritual so that God might, might open up for me. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, we go through this point in in, that, in those times where, you know, you're so almost desperate that, mm-hmm. you know, you have to believe. And because you believe and you have faith, like, and you, and you hope through, you know, amazing opportunities happen. Um, and it, it's really, I'm extremely thankful for those times because it, may, it helps me personally, if I'm going through a difficult time, I can easily reflect back on those days and be like, oh, well, this is cake compared to, you know, <laughs> compared yeah. to those days, like this is easy. And so it encourages that we can go through, especially during something like, you know, 2020 has been a very challenging year. Um, and people right. that have built businesses during like 2008, 2009, they're like, okay, well, I've already done this before. So 
um, yeah. it's, it's not too challenging. So, so was there like a moment during that time where like, it was like a, all right, it was like an aha moment or it was like, you had like this amazing intervention with a certain individual mm-hmm. that kind of showed the way, what did that look like? 110%. I was actually, um, I had already planned a trip to Hawaii to meet, meet my spouse whose boat was pulling in. So I got on the plane with two little kids. I flew to Hawaii, embarrassed to let him know what had happened. And we were sitting at a beach bar having uh, a cocktail and a couple walked up that he had known from the Naval Academy. They sat down next to us. Um, here I am like eating my tacos, drinking my margarita, all salty, you know, mom of two and this cute little blonde girl sits down and she starts talking to me about how she's 23 and she's going to earn six figures and she lost 21 pounds. And I'm like, what do you know? Like, that's sort of like that I had. I was like, what do you know? Like, you're just 23 and you're young. Of course you could lose the weight. I had two kids. Like, I was a college athlete. I've been working out. I've tried everything. Like nothing's working for me. And she was just so sincere in her approach and her communication with me. She was like, I'm sorry. I feel you. This is what I know to be true for me. And I'm just going to let you know about it because I've really seen it change people's lives. Um, And I was really just taken aback by her confidence at such a young age, especially with such a cynic like I was at that point. You know, like I can be a little intimidating and like a bit ferocious and I was in that moment and it didn't knock her off her, 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 you know, story at all. So I became friends with her. I started following her. I watched what she was doing and I started to have these moments of like, this could really be possible for me. Like I started to do my own research. I started to do my own training and understand what she was doing. And I ended up going ahead and starting business with her. So, so this is all like health kind of focused, you know, when you first met her, it was like all about health mm-hmm. and, but there was also an income side along with it. Well, and it was, this was your introduction into isogenics. Yep. That was my introduction to isogenics. And, um, initially I just wanted to lose 10 pounds, um, kind of for vain reasons. My kids at the time, they were doing little gigs in, in Hollywood, like they'd been on Nickelodeon and they had been on HBO and they had been in different catalog ads. And, um, oftentimes they were casting for the mom role and I was too embarrassed to submit photos cause I still had extra weight to lose. So initially like it was sort of a vain reason. I was like, I just want to look good in photos, you know, and that's sort of what I told her. Um, and that's why I started. <laughs> well, you know, everyone has their first reasons that they, that they go after things and that's definitely not a bad reason is to get healthier mm-hmm. and have more energy. So it's a great, it's a great introduction. Uh, for, for those that aren't familiar with isogenics, like what, mm-hmm what is it? Uh, I know it has obviously has something to do with health, right? But then right. how do you actually create revenue from it as well? Right. So it's a very dense nutrition product line. So it's essentially meal replacement and it's an online grocery store in a sense. So you can go there for a lot of your nutrition needs as well as some of your now like energy needs, right? And some of your skincare needs, um, so it's basically like an online grocery store that's kind of curated to around our system that's proven to work. And we've been in business for over 17 years now. We have thousands of testimonials, like hundreds of people who have successfully lost and kept off over 100 pounds. Um, we have hundreds of people that have used this system for, you know, 10 plus years and continue to reap the benefits health, long-term health-wise. We have studies against the heart healthy diet. Like, um, it's just 
such an incredible nutrition line. Um, and so that's really like our, our core, our core product is our meal replacement shakes, our intermittent fasting, our meal replacement bars, our snacks, um, and some Perfect. of our now our new energy drinks. Yeah. You know, I've, I mean, I think other people have heard of these similar models. You know, there was a couple other kind of different structures where, you know, like energy drinks and there was like wake up now, these things like that. So um, what is the difference between those and isogenics as far as the revenue stream? Like how do you make money? Is it just like you're kind of getting other partners on board to, you know, use the product and then you're getting, you know, a portion of the profit, you know, when they buy mm -hmm. product? So it's a network modeling, network marketing model. Um, it's a binary system. And what that means is that it's referral based. So when you refer a customer to use Isogenics, you receive a one-time little bonus for doing that. However, you continue to earn a portion of revenue based off every single time they order for the longevity that they're a customer. And the same opportunity goes for them as well. So every single person that they refer to Isogenics, they have the same exact opportunity. And because it's binary, there's no levels, volume never washes. You can keep keep earning volume for as long as, you know, these customers exist. Okay. So with that model, it's, you know, you're having which each person that you're adding on to um, onto your business, you you have a portion of profit that you earn from them. But does it then also go down kind of like down the pipeline a little bit where, you know, there's a, if they get a person on board, then you get a portion of that profit as well. It's two, like yeah, it's so, two, two, two lines. Yeah. Essentially every single customer that comes into your business, whether you enrolled them or somebody else does, you earn the same amount based off of their order volume. Right. So like there's not, there's not one person that orders more that um, has a, um, lower or higher percentage that they earn. It's all the same. It's all based off volume of the order that somebody places. Okay. So for example, like you could get me on board, right? And then if mm -hmm. I brought a product, then I, you would get a portion of profit. I was like, just like yep. if you're a business owner, you have employees, you know, your employees yeah. are going to work for you and then you're going to make profit because they're handling the customers for you. It's the exact same model. Right. It's just a different structure. Um, right. but you know, so then if I got you know, a, someone else to start ordering product, you would make a portion of profit on that as well. And so would you, yes. And I would as well. But it, then it does it go another line after that. Like he it keeps on going down like the, the fourth it person. Far deep as it could possibly go. So then you could tell Ted and Ted could tell Sue and Sue could tell Mark and Mark could tell Joe. And as far down as it goes, as high up as it goes too. So like I'm there is no- on the profit there. Like how does that work? Because- because, you know, so let's say you have a 10% profit margin, right, on the product, right? So then mm -hmm. I purchase it, and then I'm getting 10%, and then you're getting 10%. And then John purchases that I get on, and then he, I get 10%, you get 10%, and then he gets 10%. So now 30% of the profit is gone from that product. How does the company eventually make money after, like, going down four or five or six different, you know, individuals? Well, every business builder that comes into the company um, become something called an associate. So you agree to be a business builder. And a, the majority of people that use Isogenics are pure customers. So if you're just a customer, you're not going to be referring people. You're just going to be ordering, and therefore you're not going to earn any money back. But you also don't want to, right? So actually about 85% of all people that order, order Isogenics are pure customers. They have no desire to refer people. They have no desire to earn any cash back. They just oh, want to order a product and enjoy it. Yes. 
So that, that does make a lot of sense because they're not really promoting it. So it's a few number of people that are utilizing the kind of revenue model of it. Other people just like the product, like the, you know, like the way it makes them feel and, yes. and use it that way. So super cool. So, you know, you, so you started this in 2014. I'm sure it was quite revolutionary. I know that these models are challenging because you have to be outgoing. You have to be outspoken. You have to do things like this podcast and, um, things like that. So how did you grow it to the point where you're earning over six figures? So it definitely is a process. And a lot of that was personal development that I had to do for myself. Like I was a tax accountant. I was in the office. I was crunching numbers. Like I was not talking to people. Um, while I've always been rather outgoing and social, I'm one of five kids. I'm used to different personalities. It wasn't a skill that I had. Like I was not somebody who was selling things. That was not my track record, you know. Um, I was I was very good at marketing myself for some of my skills. Like I could market myself to teach swim lessons because I had 20 years of experience in swimming. Um, but to market myself in an in industry that I had zero experience, that was a serious learning curve. Um, but I was just so determined. I was willing to try anyway. I was willing to fail. I was willing for people to reject me. Um, I was willing to study the people in my company that had been successful. And there's many people that have earned millions of dollars and they put up so much training for free and it's so valuable. So I was so willing to watch every video they put out. I was willing to um, basically copy their style with my own rhythm and way mm -hmm. until I got the flow that really worked for me. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, I mean, you got to learn from the greatest. I mean, everything that most entrepreneurs and most people like, you know, that are successful in business, they learn to get mentors, coaches, and, you know, mimic things that are already successful. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. What was your, what was your method though? Or what was their method? Is it, is it the standard? Okay. Like go to networking events, go meet new people, talk to them about maybe possibly, you know, adding an additional revenue stream or like, Hey, do you have, have you heard of this amazing product? What did you utilize as far as your marketing strategy? So this was 2016. And actually at the time I had like a hundred Instagram followers, which is so funny. It was super new to me, like using social media for anything other than posting my child. Um, so my mentor specifically used something called the traction marketing. So I began studying that as well. And, and I essentially what you do is you figure out your ideal customer and then you market specifically to them. So I figured mine was a woman between the ages of like 28 and 38 at the time who had maybe one to two children who had just left a corporate career, who wanted extra income, who wanted to feel good in their body. So I started to figure out who my ideal client was. And then I would post specifically on social media talking to that woman in ways that I knew that would attract her. So I used my vulnerabilities, which were feeling like sick in my body, feeling bloated, feeling tired all the time, drinking too much because I used to drink a lot of wine. Um, you know, feeling broke. I used my own vulnerabilities that drove me to start something new. And then I kind of, um, provided a solution for them to my ideal client. Yeah. You're speaking directly to them and then that's, you're attracting them to you. And then from there, you know, you're showing them the way, you know, um, to really just have yeah. like a happier and better life, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah. all businesses, the exact same thing. It doesn't matter whether it's, a you know, some kind of nutrition product or, or really, or it's a car wash. Like when my business is very similar, like they want a certain lifestyle and then we're going to be, you know, helping them provide or 
develop that lifestyle. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing journey. So that, so you started that and you went that direction you started building your social media, you know, um, influence and in that you did that for maybe a couple years. Uh, and then that started to really build up the revenue model, I'm sure. Uh, and then from there, where did the confidence collective come through? Um, so once I had gotten about a year in a year and a half, yeah, a full year and a half into my build of my own branding, um, I realized some needs of my clients and they really needed a certain type of community. So I reached out to some of my other leaders within my organization and I asked them if they wanted to branch off and build a community that would speak to our ideal clients and customers. Um, and so that's where we created the confidence collective to help women and men feel confident from the inside out and be a community where people felt safe asking questions, leaning on each other, holding each other accountable. A lot of what we do with our isogenic system is intermittent fasting and you can fast for up to 48 hours. And so you need some mental grit during that. And it's really helpful to have accountability and support when you're doing it. Um, so a community where people can lean on each other and they can sort of cheer each other on where it's not me doing all the cheering on, but your peers are doing it with you. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Are you utilizing like Facebook groups for this or like your own Instagram pages or how do you guys communicate? Facebook groups. Okay. Yeah. Facebook groups are mm -hmm. massive. Uh, you know, there's been many a great businesses that have been built on Facebook groups. People don't really understand like how, uh, transformational actually Facebook groups can be, but, uh, so, so other people you would, so then it really, did that accelerate the growth? Because you have, once you build so many members inside there, I'm sure other people are talking to other people and they're, you know, sending them to the confidence collective. And because you're the founder of it and everyone goes into the confidence collective, if anyone signs up to be, you know, someone that's going to support isogenics, then you're getting a kickback from all of those products being bought. Right. Essentially that they go into my organization. Yes. That's but a pretty, cool that's pretty, that's pretty smart. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a very smart direction, you know, cause you're giving the ability for people to come through, you know, and not just like where, okay. Like, you know, I, I mean, I'm starting, I'm starting my own social media network. Right. But you know, <laughs> if I, you know, so therefore I would be, you know, I would, I'm the founder of that. So there are benefits around being the founder of this, but this specifically, you kind of founded it in, in, in alignment with isogenic. So that way it could with actually with maybe most of the members don't even know, but, but because you're the founder, I mean, you're able to really kind of monetize that in a great way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that there's a lot of clarity within our community. So people know, you know, they're using isogenics as their product line. If they are using it, then, you know, it is a business that I've run for a long time. So I'm very clear on that. And the cool thing about isogenics is that because it's a binary system, as I add people, so let's say I added you tomorrow and you ordered some products. Um, and then I talked to John the next day and he ordered some products. He would actually go below you in, in the tree. So like when John ordered, his volume would also flow up to you, Tom. So even though I did the work to sign up John, you still benefit from him as a customer. And I think that's a really cool part of isogenics because it really levels the, the whole collective. Field. Everyone benefits, not just you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's definitely amazing. And no, I think there's like a lot of clarity that has to come from this kind of thing. There's, you know, there's two things that are common with, uh, Warren Buffett and, uh, Richard Branson and, uh, and one, and both 
are there's a couple of things common, two two specific ones. They both own islands and they've both mm-hmm. invested in network marketing companies. And so right. I think that's like important for people to understand that network marketing is an extremely people have said it's like the most revolutionary thing that's came out of business since like I don't know, like popsicle sticks. I don't know. I'm just saying like in general, the, the there can be, you know, there's a somewhat of a negative connotation around network marketing because of, you know, like some companies that have done it in a poor way. Um, but in general, it's a super smart way to go about business. I've been very, very interested in developing models around it because I felt that it it really gave back more to my team than you know than the than an employee model. I didn't like the employee model because I was upset about the employee model. I felt I was, you know, underpaid. I I did everything. The owner made all this money off me. I made a, a few percent, you know, of it. Yeah. I worked for AT and T and Verizon and made and made them a ton of money. I made nothing, and um, right. You know, if, if this if this model was expanded to let's say Target, so let's say instead of you know Target doing advertising online, then instead their 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 marketing strategy was okay, employees of Target, if you bring in fifteen customers this week, you're going to get paid from when they come in and they purchase products from your Target from Target store. If they utilize yeah. that as a as a as a way to compensate their employees and market. Honestly, I think it would be the employees would stay there longer. I think they would have more customers, you know, but the thing is, is it would probably take away from the profit from the, you know, founder or the board members or whatever. And they're, they're a profit, you know, centric business. So they're trying to pay as minimal amount of money as possible, make the most amount of profit and doing which is understandable. But the thing is it, it just puts a bad mouth, you know, or bad taste in, in the mouth of uh, employees and things of that nature. So I, any kind of network marketing structure in at the end of the day, I think is better than an employee structure um, because of the, you know, the, the amount of like feeling of reward and, um, right. you know, and that you're really like making a difference and that the people that are around you are truly happy and you, they do have a revolutionary change. Plus, you know, if one person works harder, they get compensated a million times more than the other person. I just kind of just, you know, they're doing the same job, you know, like it's not, it's not like that. So many times in, in my, in my, um, work, I would work harder, but I would be paid the same. And it, it, I felt undervalued because of those things. And that's why like a sales structure is I think the most rewarding structure because of that. Um, so it's super smart, you know, I love it. I, you know, I, and I know that, you know, there's, there's definitely room to, to grow in these kind of business models. One other thing that I usually like to touch on with, um, these kind of mm-hmm. models is sometimes, I uh, sometimes if depending on where you are in the game, like if you're too late to the game, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, was this, was that company? Um, uh, herbal life, you know, yeah. with herbal life, you know, they say that if you're one of the very first people in the company within the first couple of years and you're launching enough, like now they're, they're making millions. Right. But then right. now, you know, to create, to make millions of dollars in herbal life, you would have to have like, like a hundred times, like more people sign up to be able to make the revenue. What do you think about that kind of idea and concept? Um, I think it really depends on the compensation model and you have to break down that whenever you consider a network marketing company, um, because it really does matter the type of compensation plan that they use. And that's why I like the binary one so much because it evens the playing field for all. And I have people that have started at the same time as me exactly. Um, 
that are a, a different team, but have earned already over a million dollars in three years. You know, I, my mentor started one year before me. Um, after the company had been around for over a decade, I started after the company had been around for 12 years, um, you know, and she's my mentor started after it had been around for 11 years or and she's earned started at 23 and earned over $600,000 in, you know, four years. So the opportunity is even for everybody it, when the compensation plan is binary. And okay. So are you familiar with Herbalife's compensation plan? Is it binary or no? Uh, no, oh, okay. it, it, there's a difference between binary and multi-level and that's just, just comes down to compensation plan. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend just people to do the research, you know, and understand, but that, yeah, that is an important, important feature. Cool. Um, so that's amazing. So I'm curious, you know, how has the pandemic kind of affected this business? Has it affected this business? Have you seen any kind of like drop in people investing? I know with my business, um, mm -hmm. people have been more hesitant to invest, in my, I mean, I have a large investment cost, you know, to start my car wash business, but, um, as, is it, as you, have you seen a drop of in, of like influx in individuals that wanted to start it or has it been the opposite and you just sent a lot more people to jump on board? It's been the opposite. It's been extremely positive for this business model because people have lost their jobs and they've seen how, you know, how little security you have when you're an employee, but if you can build a residual income asset that's based around a consumable product, because everything that Isogenic sells is consumable. You consume it yourself as food. It ships right to your door, right? Ships right to your door. Not to mention people needed food to come right to their door during the pandemic because they didn't want to go to the grocery store. And they also realized how you know, vulnerable they could be health-wise and how much they needed to take charge, reduce their blood pressure, whatever it might be. You know, they started looking for health solutions. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, it, it does make sense that the model would you know, would rise, um, during this. And it's probably not a huge investment, right. As far as like, just to get started, I'm sure you're just testing out some product, seeing if you really yes. like it. And then from there you can choose if you want to promote it. Uh, that's awesome. So what do you see the future with isogenics and, and, and the confidence collective? What do you, what are your, what are your goals? Like, what are your, what are your ambitions? So my goal is definitely duplication. Like more than anything, I have one leader in my business, you know, in her first to under two years, she's earned over $120,000 for her family and stuff like that. That's my focus. Like I want this income stream to duplicate for more and more of the everyday family for the stay at home mom, um, for the working mom, for the working dad. You know, I want to offer the time freedom that I know is possible with this type of, you know, revenue model to pretty much every family in the United States. And yeah, maybe that's not going to happen, but if I can, you know, every year at least help a couple, couple more families. And that's really my goal. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazing goal. You know, you're, you're really helping people not only, you know, make more money, but then be more healthy. So, uh, yeah, I love it. How is it uh, that people, um, get a hold of you if they want to kind of just learn more about, um, the product or, um, possibly join confidence collective. How do they, how do they reach out to you? Well, now I'm very vocal and easy to find on social media because I've grown it over the last four years. So literally you can type into my name on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and it's going to come right up to me. Um, and so that's the best way to get in touch is just directly message me, Ellie LeClaire Martinet, anywhere on social media. Fantastic. Awesome, guys. Well, if you're interested in, in learning more about this business and, um, you know, really just kind of 
taking the things that Ellie has done um, to be successful in this business and creating another revenue stream. I mean, literally, that's what we talk about on the show. Uh, and you know, this is one of those things where you can easily add it to your portfolio. You can use it as a as an additional way that people can um, you know get healthier if you have a nutrition or a health conscious kind of business. Um, you know, this could be a product you can easily add onto it. So, uh, so reach out to her and, uh, thanks so much Ellie for being on the show and we'll uh, talk to you a little bit later. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for listening to the iSmart podcast show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.